0: Welcome to DiscoCulia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about DiscoCulia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for DiscoCulia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. DiscoCulia, what we must know about students' learning disability in mathematics. Dyslexia and DiscoCulia Designing an effective app for and Embrace technology to teach children with dyscalculia, And visual sequencing memory. This is our podcast for the first week of 2021. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Dyscalculia Service. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Well, um, thank you for having me. And because this is the first one in the new year, I actually brought you a bottle of champagne.
0: And okay, so I guess... I have to now mark this podcast as uh, twenty-one and over, and, and yeah, it and, is, the okay. year is. twenty-one. Oh, and this is uh, the sound of um, a champagne cork
1: hitting the fan.
0: Hitting the fan, and uh-huh. this is some nice champagne coming into our glasses. Okay. Going very well, going very well. I would say we are going to toast on a happy new year with lots of disco kulia awareness. Cheers! Cheers. So uh, back to business. The uh, the first link, uh, disco kulia, it says. What we must know about students learning disability in mathematics. What do we need to know?
1: Well, this is actually starting the year off with a good piece of research done in Malaysia, and it's published in the Universal Journal of Educational Research. Now, they make a good point that not all dyscalculia related problems stem for from math learning problems and other problems like dyslexia, visual or auditory processing, ADHD, and others can also affect children's ability in mathematics and especially related to arithmetic. OK, so. Today, um, dyscalculia is also associated with neuroscience theory, right. which is now seen to dominate the study of developmental dyscalculia, and we applaud that. Yes. Neuroscience theory assumes that dyscalculia is associated with a limited magnitude representation Okay. which is often referred to as the approximate number right. system.
0: Uh, we've talked about that more often indeed.
1: We did. And uh, it's located in the interparietal circles, circles in the brain which is in uh, the lateral surface okay. of the parietal okay. lobe this which is on the side of the brain. This is
0: very funny. So <laughs> Dr. Schroeder at this moment is pointing out exactly where that is. Uh, On her head, but of course our listeners cannot see this.
1: I'm so sorry about that. It's on the side (laughs) of your um, brain. And that intraparietal sulcus also helps you to complete different numerical activities. So it's not only estimating, but uh, there's also some calculation going on. Now, this theory actually suggests that um, a degradation or a limitation of that magnitude representation... In the brain will affect your numerical skills, okay. and that, in its way, can lead to dyscalculia. Okay. Now um, they talk about how to um, spot it, but also how to help still uh, children who have that. The treatment options, and they emphasize um, working for true understanding, like we also do, and. Um, what Mr. Chin in the UK is also trying to uh, tell us. So they say work for true understanding of the material by the children, not just road memorization, Okay. they recommend using materials with colors and multisensory approaches and the use of concrete materials to explain concepts, um, which is in line with our um, way of working also. Then they uh, proceed talking about electronic support and they mentioned the number of days, what, uh What is a program that's oh, yeah, uh, the number made right. by
0: right.
1: Anna Wilson when she still was in uh intern in Paris working with uh, Stanislas de Hane. And they're also positive about the use of brain gym where children uh, learn while moving about and mention specifically the children who also have ADHD. And it can, I can be a way that. To,
0: Absolutely.
1: to keep them en- engaged. Then drills are also recommended, but only when the material that precedes it has been thoroughly understood. Okay, good. So another important recommendation I make is to give the children enough time and not fill the silence by giving the answers, but allow them the time to absorb the question, trigger their memories, because if you give them the answer, the thinking stops. So finally, they write about the comorbidities, for instance, dyslexia, Um, but they warn against trying to treat both at the same time. And they emphasize that dyscalculia needs to be treated separately. To be effective, so this was a uh, right. very good piece okay. of research, and yeah, overview, definitely. and I thought that was a really nice beginning of the Absolutely. new year, twenty twenty one. Solid
0: link at the beginning of the year, the uh, and it leads nicely in the, that last comment leads nicely into the next link, uh, which is called dyslexia and dyscalculia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's known um, in fact that there is a huge overlap in. Um, these two conditions. Well, in this particular post, the writer highlights symptoms that can be warning signs for both dyslexia and dyscalculia alike. So, for instance, um, mentioned is poor gross motor development as a warning sign. So that's a very early developmental thing. Right. Then um, the poor use of prepositions in language. So. Grammatical medical errors might be a warning sign for dyslexia, but also for uh, dyscalculia, which I did not know before. Actually,
0: no, we learn every day.
1: And years
0: just begun that we already learn new stuff.
1: Absolutely. So another sign would be um, that the student does not like word games, as and that can be a warning sign for dyslexia, but also for dyscalculia. And very interestingly, uh, particularly for parents who have noticed that these signs um, are uh, are obvious in their child, but they have only uh, related them to dyslexia. And now we say, well, think twice, right. it might be associated with dyscalculia uh, as well. And uh, we can add here um, not only word games, but also building games, the Legos, the blocks, construction games, the jigsaw puzzles, Uh, if the child is not really doing that or has a particular dislike more than your other children, well that is a that is a warning warning sign.
0: Okay, okay. Our next uh, link talks about designing an effective app for Disco Coolia. Designing an Effective App for this computer. How do we do that?
1: Well, this article is about um, a research group who designed an app. And um, they felt it was effective. Um, and they followed the calculus model uh, that was presented uh also in Malaysia, like the previous uh, article. Okay. Now, let me first say that the study involved only three teachers and three students. They were
0: six, <laughs> is seven a very ten group. years
1: of age, but they okay. um, go to great lengths to describe their designing process. It's not so much as that they have rolled it out in schools. They want to um, tell us, how the design process worked, and they, they came up with very interesting points here. They start their article with categorizing dyscalculia in various types um, and they feel that um, there is a lexical dyscalculia and those students have a trouble in reading mathematical symbols and uh, signs, so the plus minus multiplying okay. division right. sign. Um, Then verbal dyscalculia, those kids um, have trouble in naming mathematical symbols and concepts, uh, which they will be able to read out loud, but unable to really understand Understand their meaning. Understand what that is, okay. Or even recognize them sometimes. Then graphic dyscalculia, those students have trouble in writing the mathematical uh, symbols, uh, operational um, those um, students have trouble in performing the operations and calculation then they have practical dyscoculia dyscalculia so uh, the practical use of the manipulatives is difficult for them they, ca- they cannot manipulate the things mathematically okay. as well as comparing objects and pictures then I diagnostic uh, which uh, means that the student has a trouble um, in the mental operation as well as the concepts of the mathematics. What do you need to do in a word problem? Right. Um, and although I personally don't use these categories as much, It is interesting that they should mention that here and that they have really looked into a lot of details that they want to put into their uh, app. Right. And then they talk about this model, their design model uh, of an app for this And they mention and review uh, the design of the app. They called it Math Fun. they have used it with those kids and they actually liked it and it was effective. Okay. So again, it's a very small study, um, but it's about the design process and uh, good to see how much uh, detail they put into making this uh, this app.
0: Right. Well, it, it uh, very neatly uh, leads into the next link, which says Embrace Technology to teach children with this cochlea.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, like the previous study that was all about the math fun um, how they dubbed it this one is about GeoGebra and the researchers found evidence that students who were taught using GeoGebra had an advantage over the one the students who did not use it well okay. um, let me tell you um, I'm a big fan of GeoGebra I have not designed something in it myself because I'm not a designer, (laughs) Um, you
0: have other qualities, (laughs) but
1: it is wonderful to see how many creative minds have developed these tools to explain and visualize math concepts to the children that you can use online and they can engage with and try it out themselves. So yes, I am a supporter of technology. Certainly in this time of pandemic, um, having actual manipulatives in their hands might be even better for some students, right. but um, if you can connect it uh, with technology that um, that is interactive, I think that is really, really um, beneficial and actually that is what they have. Shown here, okay, in, their, shown here. Yeah, in their information, right?
0: Very good. Okay. So, so please go ahead. Use the Brown. technology. And it is. Brown. It's even it. free. Good. Okay. Well, it brings us to our last link for the week, um, and it's about visual sequential memory skills.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, these are some suggestions for games to play with your children, and that may help them develop a better. Uh, working visual sequential uh, memory so there are many games that you can do here I, I just mentioned jigsaw puzzles uh, games that are interesting vary from using shapes on pegboards to card games like a set is a very um, known game or other games uh, with little blocks, the qubits now uh, the games they mention here Um, suggest uh, uh, talking about a a birthday party or a family holiday and take a photo of that Um, cut it up and uh, mix um, little pieces so that your um, child can put them in order also if you have uh, sequential pictures if you have multiple pictures of the same event then they can uh, talk about what Came first, and what came after that?
0: Right. First, you you see the cake, then you see the empty plate, that kind of thing. Yes, that kind of thing.
1: Exactly. So, play word games, Um, hangman, which goes also in succession. Okay. And um, patterns, beat pad, beats, um, or any shapes that you have, you can put it in a pattern, and what is the next one? You can cover some uh, parts of the sequence and see if your child can remember what the um, what the order was in in um, uh-huh. in those little pieces. then um, I also really like the play to play the what changed game so um, draw something simple and. Uh, let your child see, look at it for say 10 seconds. And right. then you change a little bit. You add something to that little picture. Oh, okay. And, they <laughs> and then they need
0: to figure out what changed. Oh, that's See that is, what
1: changed. That's nice. Uh, you can also do the um, uh, see the difference uh, games right, that right. you have a lot the of books about. Then, two yeah. pictures that are. Okay. Uh, at first sight similar, yeah. but um, there are some, okay. some differences.
0: Where so Wally comes to mind.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So basically uh, trying to develop first your uh, visual skills and from there memorizing uh, okay. visual input. Now I think it is really underrated in our... Um, Development of math. It's not used in schools a lot, but I feel it should it it deserves more attention
0: Great. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you very much for uh, the bottle of champagne. Don't go away yet We're gonna finish that bottle right here and uh, meanwhile, we're saying uh, goodbye to our listeners. Uh, we hope to, uh, to uh, have them listen in again next week. Uh, meanwhile, uh, if you want to uh, have a New Year's resolution, let your New Year's resolution be to become a Disco Coolia tutor. All the information you can find on discocoliatutortraining.org.